Welcome to the Darrell McLean Show. I'm your host, Darrell McLean, and let's get into our episode. Is fully listener supported independent media that won't lead you to tribalism. You can get a membership for as little as three dollars a month at www.patreon.com slash the Darrell McLean Show. We talk about a lot of serious topics on this show. One very serious topic is women's health. One company that stood out to me was vslay.com because the owner is very transparent about her own struggles in the women's health department and has great customer service, great deals, and frequent sales. You can check her out, her great customer service, products about women's health, and frequent sales at www.vslay.com. That is www.vslay.com. We respect all of our community members, including our LGBTQ community. Therefore, we will be identifying the victims by how they identified themselves and how their families have loved and identified them. The first person I'll identify is Kelly Loving. Kelly's pronouns are she, her. Daniel Aston. Daniel's pronouns are he, him. Derek Rump. Derek prona- Derek's pronouns are he, him. Ashley Paw. that's P-A-U-G-H. Ashley's pronouns are she, her. Raymond Green Vance. Raymond's pronouns are he, him. Additionally, at the conclusion of this conference, we will be releasing pictures of the victims that were provided by the family. These are the pictures that the uh, family would like uh, to be released so that everybody remembers them as they remember them. That will be done uh, through our social media accounts, so you'll be able to get the high-quality pictures there. That is all of the information. I try to be strong for my family. Uh, I, 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 I try to save people, and I didn't work for five Okay, there's five people that aren't home right now. And I, I thank God, and it's Thanksgiving. I went through this Thanksgiving in Iraq, man. We lost the dudes. I, I don't know what else to do. 
I, 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 I really hope people kind of use this and shake someone's hand, give someone a hug, give them a kiss. These are good people, man. These were all kids. I want those that are in the hospital right now get better. Please get better. I, I, when we went out to see a show and have a good time, and thank God Raymond was smiling and he was dancing with my kid. And my daughter got to spend her last day with him happy. And that community, I love that community. We brought up brewery. We, we're the only ones to do the, the parade. It's kind of a play-by-play -play what happened at the club. So it's kind of so we understand exactly. The guy came in shooting, man. He came in shooting. He was shooting. I don't know what he was shooting at. I saw the cordite. I saw the flash. I dove, pushed my buddy down, and I saw the people in the patio. I found out my wife was out there, because that's where they all had run. I grabbed him by the back of his little cheap armor thing, and I pulled him down. The young man that was that was late, he was hiding there, had jumped up with me. I don't know if he helped pull me, pull him down or not. I have no idea, okay? That guy did the same act, I, amazing. Pull the dude down, pin him against the side, and just started, oh, I think he went for his pistol. I don't know, either way, I grabbed the pistol from him. And then I told the guy, move the AR, the kid in front of me, he was at his head. I said, move the AR, get the AR away from him. And the kid did it. And then I started wailing on this dude. And I'm on top of him, I'm a big dude, man, and this guy was big. And I, I just kept wailing on him. And I told the kid in front of me, kick him in his head, keep kicking him in his head. I'm yelling 911, somebody call 911. The kid was either tired. I didn't even know if he was hurt. I still don't know what happened with him. But he slowed down the kicking. And I'm being this guy. This guy's trying to wiggle. He's trying to get his, his ammo, his guns. The uh, One of the, the performers uh, walked by or was running by. And I told her, kick this guy, kick this guy. And she took her high heel and stuffed it in his face or his head or whatever she could hit. Okay? This is, this is in Colorado Springs, man. This ain't right. As of noon today, we released that we have five uh, deceased community members. That has not changed since yesterday. We have 17 community members who are injured because of a gun gunshot wound. We have one community member who is injured but not because of a gunshot wound. And we have one community member who was a victim with no visible injuries. There have been reports in the media and in the public that charges have been filed. That is not true. It's important that if we have enough evidence to support bias-motivated crimes, to charge that. It's important for this community. It's important for the prosecution effort to show why something happened. And if there's enough evidence to support that in this case, when we get to the formal filing charges, we will absolutely be including those charges here as well. But I want to also be clear that uh, the bias-motivated statute in Colorado, the highest level charge that we can get with that charge, is a Class 4 felony. We're obviously talking about five people that were killed. Their lives were ended. Those are going to be the top end charges in this case, without a doubt. Those charges will likely carry life in prison without parole, whereas the class four felonies are probation eligible offenses. So those do not in any way elevate the potential sentence in a case like this, but it is important to let the community know that we do not tolerate bias motivated crimes in this community that we support communities that have been maligned, harassed, and intimidated and abused. And that's one way that we can do that, showing that we will uh, put the money uh, where our mouth is, essentially.
So officials on Monday identified five people killed in the weekend shooting at Club Q in Colorado Springs. Their names are Daniel Aston, Raymond Green Vance, Kelly Loving, Ashley Paw, and Derek Rump. Authorities are probing on whether hatred may have been the motivating factor for the night shootings before a patron subdued the assailant with the person's own gun. The suspect, a 22-year-old man, faces five murder charges and five charges of committing a bias-motivated crime causing bodily harm and injury. City spokeswoman Max D'Ofrino said he said those were arrest charges. Prosecutors are expected to file criminal charges in court. At least one club patron disarmed the gunman during the attack by grabbing his weapon and hitting him in the head with it. In fact, Surther said there was a patron on top of the gunman. Now, since that has come out, we found out that that gentleman's name was Richard Farino. Richard Farino was sitting at a table in Club Q with his wife, daughter, and friends watching a drag show when the sudden flash of gunfire ripped across a nightclub. His instincts as a U.S. Army officer kicked in. The 15-year Army veteran chased the gunman down, tackled him, took the gun, then beat the sh uh, shooter to a pulp with his own gun. A trans woman then stomped on the gunman with her high heels. When the cops showed up, they tackled the hero, put him in handcuffs, and looked Fierro, Fierro in a car for an hour while he begged and pleaded to see his family if his family were dead. When Fierro was released, he learned his daughter, Casey, lost her boyfriend, Raymond Green, in the shooting. The bravery and self-defense of the LGBTQ community was on full display, and as so was the total incompetence by the police, which has become a familiar theme in mass shootings. It's just a nightmare that you can't wake up from, and um, I keep thinking it's so, you know, it's just, it's a mistake. They've made a mistake. And, that he's really alive. I just, you know, he was such a, he lit up a room. You know, it's this old expression, but he, he really did. Always smiling, always happy, um, and silly. Like I said, everybody liked seeing him because he, he brought up the room, you know, always made people uh, lift him up. This is, uh, this is one from 2005, and he was in Rhythm and Rhyme. Just had a real good imagination. He wrote stories, even when he's little. <laughs> he moved here two years ago, and um, I can't remember when he started at Club Q, but that was the first job he had, and he uh, he loved it. He he had you know did good. And he was, he bart yeah you know, did what he loved to do bartending, and, uh, and then he got to do you know shows, put on shows. That's first day of kindergarten. You know, we, we, first we weren't going to talk to anybody, but we got to thinking about it, and uh, we want to help other you know, LGBTQ, you know, and the queer society um, get the exposure out there and um, get our legislators to, uh, you know, do some action. You know, these 
young people, and uh, when all of them were young, um, they don't hurt anybody. They're just normal folk. You know, most of them have day jobs, <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, I, I just don't understand why it, it would hurt anybody. It doesn't hurt anybody. Another day, another shooting in the United States of America. We don't want to jump to conclusions, although that they are there. Of course they are. You have somebody in a, a town in Colorado Springs, uh, Colorado, and this is the one club for LGBTQ people in the area. And what's startling to me is the youth of these uh, victims, including the youth of, uh, of the gunman. The gunman himself was only 22 years old. When I was growing up, it was commonly said that hate would go away in the country because the people who were hateful would die out. They would just die out. And time and time again, I am reminded that that is actually not true. If this was a crime of hate, then it is hatred that has been passed down or, have, or has been picked up from somewhere. This is the holiday season, and we now have to wrestle with the fact that some five people are no longer with us and some 28 people are wounded. Somebody is not going to have their son and their daughter uh, with them for the holiday. Somebody is not going to have their boyfriend. Somebody is not going to have their loved one, their partners. And that is becoming all too familiar, uh, too familiar of a scene in this country. That there is nowhere safe, there is no safe space, there is no place that you can run, there is no place that you can hide. When violence is ready, violence will find you. So what can we do? What can we do? The word of the day is stochastic terrorism. Stochastic terrorism, the public demonization of a person or a group resulting in the incitement of a violent act which is statistically probable but whose specifics cannot be predicted. Now over the past few years we have seen this specific LGBTQ community targeted with rhetoric, with legislation, with uh, debates about the communities from people who are not inside the community, from people who would like to do harm to the community, and even from people who are just maybe trying to understand. This is nothing new. This happened in the 70s, it happened in the 80s, it happened in the 90s, and it's going to continue to happen because all communities are used as political props and that when that does happen, 
there is a hatred from twisted minds in the general public who mean to do them harm. When you had the the host of the uh, Bill the Bill O'Reilly show who used to single out a particular doctor Tiller Tiller the baby killer he used to call him and it was only a matter of time before somebody showed up to the church of that doctor and killed him while he was in church you have People who will do things like that if you are not careful with the rhetoric. And one thing that I have grown to know is that we are never, ever careful with the rhetoric. Politicians have called people they don't know in communities they don't belong to pedophiles and groomers. And now you'll see those same people. If you go look at their Twitter feeds now, talking about thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, whether you are praying or not is your own religious preference, but whether your thoughts should have been is the thing you should have been calculating before you spoke. And maybe your words would have been a bit more thoughtful because People are listening and people act. And of course, we will hear the normal thing that we hear. Oh, this person is mentally ill or so on and so forth. But they also may have targeted this specific community simply because of who they were. And that's not okay. And it will not be okay tomorrow. Or any time after that. This is another day in America. And another another mass shooting. You're not safe if you are in an elementary school. Because I have sadly seen adults murder children in elementary schools. While police cower in fear. I have seen Students in high schools murder other students. I have seen white supremacists go into churches and murder people while they are on their knees praying. I have seen unhinged loonies go into movie theaters and shoot up the movie theaters. I have seen unhinged crazy people go into Walmart and shoot up Walmarts. I have seen... uh club shooting and then another club shooting and it leads me to have to tell you what I already hope that you do know at this point that safety and security when it comes to the United States of America is a illusion you are not safe and the only way you really can have any type of sense of safety is either to shelter in your home at all times and be afraid in perpetuity or you have to have everything everywhere armed to the teeth you can't go to a club and be safe your your 
the bouncer is going to have to have a gun. Unarmed security is silly at this point. And the bartender is going to need a gun. And the barback's going to need a gun. And the cook's going to need a gun. And, and the, when you go to a movie theater, the people collecting the tickets, they can't be teenagers now. They have to be somebody there with a gun. I go to AMC theaters all the time. Regularly, there are state troopers there with guns. Because the movie theaters are not safe either. You're going to go to churches. And uh, the churches are going to have to have somebody there with a gun. This is not a hypothetical. The last security company I worked for, we had a church detail that went to certain churches on Sunday with guns. Because they will kill you while you pray. They will kill you while you learn. They will kill you while you dance. They will kill you while you watch the theater. So this is the country that we live in. What are we going to do about it? What are we going to do? What are the actual solutions? We know how many guns are on the street. We know how many people uh, desperately cling to them. I am probably part of the problem. Because I too do not trust the police enough to be able to respond fast enough when, when, when shit hits the fan. I don't trust my neighbors enough that they won't try anything funny. I definitely don't trust you and you definitely don't trust me. So I'm armed to the teeth too. I'm suspicious of government. And, and I probably should be. And, and you probably are too. So this is just the American carnage. Every single month, it seems as if there is going to be more blood spilled to water the tree of American carnage. And our rhetoric is not making this any, any better. We are watching in real time as the youth of this country is community by community being ripped to shreds. Whether it is elementary school students or whether it is people enjoying a club in their own week, uh, you know, on the weekend. These people aren't the uh, people that are pushing their, their lifestyle, their agenda onto you. They were in the privacy of their own clubs and they were sought out so there is no safe place for them there either so what are we going to do where, where are we going to go where is your safety where is your refuge it does not exist I can't think of one safe place I can't think of one but I do wish that I had a solution for you or an easy answer, but I don't. So all we can say is rest in peace to these five souls. And then we know, we know for a fact that I'll be right back here in a few weeks 
when there's another one of these things saying rest in peace to another group of people. See you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Of course, if you want to support the show, you can do so by going to www.patreon.com and getting a membership for as little as $3 a month. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash The Darrell McLean Show. Show is fully listener supported, independent media that won't lead you to tribalism. Get a membership and support independent media at www.patreon.com/slash the Jerome McLean Show.